Welcome, fellow wine lovers. This is the Wine Ghost Podcast. I'm Mate Vash, sommelier and seeker of hidden stories behind the wine labels. For wine tasting clips and video interviews with my guests, please look for the Wine Ghost on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. But now, please grab a glass and listen to how today's ghost got out of the bottle. This is the second part of our conversation with Rainer Schneidmann in his wine castle in Fellbach, Germany. In the first episode, he showed me his world-class Lambergers, aka Blaufränkisch, and Spätburgunders, alongside with some mystical Freeburgunder. This part is designated to his terrific Rieslings, a Loire-like Sauvignon, a stimulating Grauburgunder, or the controversy as a general rule, a PV wine, and a serious fun wine, the dry Muscat Rollinger Rosé. As always, you can watch the episode on the Wine Ghost YouTube channel, this time without the contribution of Zoom, like in the good old days. Oh, and you can also find an extra material on YouTube as well, where Reiner grabs a giant map and explains his vineyards in great detail. I'd hope you get the chance to savor these wines soon, too. But till then, please enjoy. And one more thing, I want to build a community, and I want you to be part of the Wine Ghost team as well. With your small but generous Patreon contribution, you can now have access to my list of future guests, submit your questions to the guests, and even take part in a monthly online meetup with me and other Wangos members to discuss the episodes, rising questions, memorable wine experiences, and much more. You can find the link to my Patreon site in the show notes, and I greatly appreciate every help, and I will do my best to live up to it. Thank you. Me. We um, doubled our vineyard uh, surface of listening the last years. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason. 18, we got a lot of listening, good listening. And <laughs> we have a luxury problem because all our listening vineyards are on Erstelage or Großelage. We don't have normal. Uh-huh. So it's always, if you do a lower quality, it's always a selection from the, from the yes, big vineyards. Yeah, so this is 18, very typical for 18, but still. It's not this harsh thing and alcoholic yeah. thing and acidity, acidified. I think I like it very much. I don't know if it's true, but it's, uh, it was, I was afraid of 18 for the reason and it's not too bad. Okay. <laughs> it's really not bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's, um, from listening, it's always very, uh, either very apricoty or kind of um, mm-hmm. greeny, but I, I think that's more on the on the peachy side almost. It's a bit like lusher and um, so it's really not on the apple side, but it still has a good acidity. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, it shows the, the vintage, um, yeah. and but it's not fat or it's no. not, not um, it's no. still appetizing. That's no. where we're and the important. nose is really fresh, I think. Yeah. This uh, some say, some would say I think with a wide minerality. I don't really. I, I try to avoid this minerality, yeah. term, but uh, but it's still it's really fresh. Note. It's a bit perhaps it's a little bit salt, perhaps mm-hmm. saltiness mm-hmm. there. You know. Um, so it, we learn to work with these hot vintages. Nice. We don't remove so much leaves anymore, mm-hmm. and you know we pick uh, early. Yeah. Early uh, seeing from the ripeness, but also in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, yeah. really nice fishing, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's still really ripe, but but light. 
It's not too, too heavy. Yeah. We we um just uh, we did we don't produce uh, Gutswein in nineteen yeah. because uh, we we have the crop was so small in nineteen eighteen was good and actually I not really have I don't have a name for wrestling not really you know yeah. we we it's developing this year for the tastings of the GGs in August mm -hmm. in Wiesbaden uh, I was very happy that my wrestling was. Always everywhere mentioned as the Götzenberg, uh -huh. because Württemberg is does always uh, not very show very often, and uh, because they don't taste the wrestling, they have not the time. They have to taste the famous vineyard yeah. sites, you know, and that's four hundred wines. Yeah. And if they have time, they mm. then okay, let's taste some Württemberg. And that's but uh, it's improving. Such a shame, but. Uh, to be honest, I really love the underdogs, and I think that this is then really yeah. treasures that you can find under there. I think we are still so, underdogs, and we are, but we are living quite well with this yeah, yeah. fact. So, and no green flavors. Yeah. So even even though this good wine is also, then you mentioned you picked quite, quite early, still quite yellow, yeah. yellowish and ripe. And also this one. So what are, what are we thinking now? So now we have nineteen. Okay. Holzwein Schneid. This is the normal thing you want to do with Schneid. Wollt ihr auch ein bisschen Englisch mitmachen? Ja, dürfen wir. Ein Interview. Ihr müsst halt antworten auf Englisch. Okay. Okay. <lacht> 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 Hallo. Hallo. Now they have their guests. Um, Hello. Hi. And the next sorry. generation. Bernadette. Oh, no. How, how's it? Bernadette. Bernadette, okay. <laughs> so, Chiara and Noah. Now they have some Chiara questions to you. Um, I'm very excited. Fifth class, sixth, uh, fifth. Also, I think, how long do you have English? One year now? Half a year? I <laughs> <laughs> The interview is in English, you know? So, just try to answer. So, do, do you like to live here with your papa as a winemaker? Like, do you, do you see a lot of people around here come, tasting some wines? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you love this lifestyle with the, with the wines and the winery? Yes. Uh, he makes it easy for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do, do you also go out to the vineyards sometimes with the papa? To the vineyards to, to buy them? Yeah. But uh, not not every week. <laughs> not every day. <laughs> not every week and not every month. Only for harvest sometimes. Sometimes for harvest for vintage for uh, picking grapes. Yes. Yeah. In uh, in autumn, in fall, in yeah. in autumn, in autumn, autumn. Yeah. yeah. During harvest uh, until pollination. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you think you would like to do this job later? What did I say about? Yes. Yes? Mm -hmm. no. Okay, that's all, also on it's record. Also, it's on record. No, that's on record, record. so now I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you never know. Perfect. Oh. Did, did, did you already try some wine already? No. Yeah? Yeah. A bit too much wine. More, more smelling, more smelling. Oh, it's more. That's cool. But that's not Tasting? Yeah. Tasting? Yeah. Yeah. It's not tasting. And it's do, smelling. Oh, can, can you, you, you like to smell it? Smell it? Smell it? 
Can you can you swirl it? Probably you can. <laughs> swirl it. Uh-huh. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, very professional. Okay. It's in the blood. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, okay. They are watching me often enough. Do you like the the white grapes more or the red ones? White or red? Uh, white. White? Red. Red? <laughs> 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 okay, thank you. That's white all right. is, okay. uh, the white is uh, beautiful, yellow. More beautiful. More beautiful. <laughs> So, and um, what, is, what are the differences between the two rings other than the vintage? Um, not so much. It's almost the same, the same vineyards. Mm-hmm. Um, only in, in 18, uh, we had more wrestling and we could um, we d- divide it. Wow. The, 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 you know, I have always very slow fermentations. Mm-hmm. And so, the, for the, because we needed the, the state wrestling, we took the wines which were first fermented for the good system okay. and the later for the which is this one yeah you know, and they those were later ready uh, for the schneid, schneid. but schneid is also it's a very important thing for us mm-hmm. and it's also already sold all the 18 so this is 19 bottle i think that's a bit more right a bit more happily it's a bit more typical wrestling right? yeah, so yeah yeah I like the yeah, 18 Steinweg because it's a, a high value for eight true. euro. It's yeah. value, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I show exactly. it. I like to show it. Yeah. It's not a typical risk in grapes for Germany. Uh, it's a bit rich. Yeah, but that's why I like it actually. Yeah. It's a very, but it, it's also a typical Ramsfall because it, it still have a present acidity, really yeah. present acidity, but really ripe. So it's a very typical terroir wine, I would say. And I think it will age for an estate wine. We will mm-hmm. have a lot of fun in ten years with this. Stuff. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's more like a Rheingau kind of style. Yeah. Maybe more like we are very often we are closer to Rheingau or mm-hmm. Rheinhessen sometimes than mm-hmm. to other regions mm-hmm. of Germany. Mm-hmm. And also the color is more, cool, but it's also yeah, yeah more, more useful. But yeah, it's fresher, yeah. Freshly, quite freshly bottled. Yeah. Mm. So now let us have. Um, I think we don't do it too very often. It's the erste Lage, Beutelsbach. Mm-hmm. So vineyard, we we all as um, normally all the vineyards. We have, as you can see later in the cellar, we have many many small vats, okay. and we ferment. If possible, the vineyards for themselves always separately. Why mm. is mm-hmm. Where the dukes are coming from? Hmm? Where the dukes came from? Was mm-hmm. it the village? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, that was, I think, also in bigger barrels, no? 
It's very reductive. Stainless steel. Oh. Really? But it's so. We, we use. We don't use so, so much. Golden. Yeah. It's only the the um, extraction on the skins oh. and the time on the yeast. Yeast please. Now it's rather really developing quite well. This is seventeen now. The eighteen is um, is bottled, but it's difficult to taste now. It's really reductive and stinky, and we didn't get it through the. You know, we have a very stupid control here, the um, quality one proofing, mm -hmm. which is disaster in, in Luttenberg. Mm -hmm. And so, but it's good to keep them a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. huh? So this one got through after 10 um, times, you know, but I, it, it, it's developed quite well. How, how long was it on the final? Uh, one and a half years. It's mm -hmm. the normal thing now. All the, the, um, Vineyard sites achieved the concurs mm -hmm. are normally one or one and a half years. I think, and uh, the other reasons, there was all, um, no malarity fermentation, right? Normally we have all, because our spontaneous fermentations are so slow uh -huh. and the, the malic acid is so, it's not so much, so normally we have all uh -huh. always malarctic. Uh -huh. okay. I, I, this year, I, yeah. I tried to avoid it with some wrestling that it's, it's working. Okay. Because we had, as I told you, um, not as the, the, the sugar gradation was lower, we had easier fermentations. Yeah. So we have now some wristings in the cellar without malolactic, what mm -hmm. I like. Mm -hmm. um, but in this cases, you know, it makes no sense to avoid it because it's, we want to have wine uh, that are stable and mm -hmm. we, I don't want to use so much sulfur. And this is, for our style, it's quite normal. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it has this kind of brioche, but still refreshing mm -hmm. kind of steely and kind of yeah. this nose it's a very interesting and very enticing nose i think i love this nose <laughs> because it really has this kind of because i know all all of your wines have continuous fermentation but i think it, on on some show, shows up it more exactly that. yeah with white wines you can you can feel it more and with this wine it's already kind of this easy brioche almost it's very spicy After, i didn't taste it for some before, last time, perhaps for, before harvest, mm -hmm. because it's almost sold out. I'm absolutely, extremely positively surprised mm -hmm. how it developed the last two, two months. And that's why you tried it's really it. Good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> well, no, I, I wanted to show you the basic ones also, uh, for listening, you know. Mm. <clears throat> mm. I almost, I wouldn't. Wow, I almost would have said it. It's, it's some kind of botrytis also, but probably it not. It smells like botrytis, but yeah. there's no, all our dry wines, there's absolutely zero botrytis. We have no botrytis influence. In I guess, wines. but it's on the palate. It's almost kind of honey, gingery, kind of this spontaneous, long, spontaneous fermentation, wow. uh, young yeast trees, very oxidative. Yeah. Know? Very, there's yeah. a lot of, um, during fermentation, sometimes you really got an oxidative impression. Mm -hmm. In former times we were afraid and, but now we are quite cool. We just, oh, wow. if, if, if we don't like the wine during fermentation, we simply don't taste it anymore yeah, and wait. Cool. So if, if he tries to be bad, um, to treat us badly, we just ignore it, the wine. Mm. Oh, I love it. <laughs> How much alcohol? And this one. Twelve point five. It's on the wow, label, so it will have twelve six, twelve seven. Wow, beautiful. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really very well developed. Quite quickly, yeah. I thought it will take more yeah. time. But sometimes I also have the feeling that um, 
like not the best vintages or not the warmest vintages, they develop sometimes better. You know, from the Mosul, you have to buy the the, the, the poor vintages yeah. from the good wine. Well, that's always a, a very yeah. good rule. Yeah. So then, what should taste? Yeah. I think we tasted that soon. This is 18 again. Mm -hmm. We could have tasted also 17, but. And that's the Gigi already. That's the Gigi. This is one of the most mentioned wines uh, from the last tastings. Back. So, is there any difference in the winemaking between the two? Uh, no. Mm -hmm. um, we just crush it a little bit, mm -hmm. um, keep it on in the press yeah. so for some uh, we, um, hours, mm -hmm. up to one day, not longer anymore, and I, I don't want to have it too, too much. Yeah. And then we press it over 12 hours, very slow pressing. Not producing too much turbidity, but also a little bit, and then we, when we don't clarify the must anymore, we go directly to the fermentation. Oh, I just cannot spit it out. It's funny, it's funny that I tasted after the 17, yeah? A lot of tension in the room. A lot of tension, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's not so electricity, not so, not so, doesn't cut through your mouth, so it doesn't plastic, it's not plasticky like a, mm -hmm. sometimes Rheingau or Moselle, but it's very, mm -hmm. it's like an, well, it's like a <laughs> thick layer of concentration. Sometimes I get it actually from smarter Friesling. Yeah. We, as I told you, perhaps we have to compare more with Wachau yeah, and Alsace sure. than with Rheingau sure. or uh, Rheingau, okay, but Nahe, Mosel, Mittelrhein. Yeah. This is, yeah. it's another world. It's another you know, yeah. it's another. But it's still 13% alcohol, so it's not high. No, it's, uh, yeah. To, yeah. It's, but it's so much concentration. We have no really white high alcohol levels. I think it's 12.7, actually. Wow. Oh, but that's, I would say, that the the other wine, the um, the Erstalage, that's really a very interesting food wine in a restaurant. Yes. I would really imagine it with almost but, everything. But this wine is also just good after the meal and also with a very with kind of pork, kind of fatty kind yeah. of sauces and yeah. also with bernays maybe and yeah. Beautiful. It's it's but give this also one year, you know. Yeah. Um, the Beutelsbacher was last year very stinky uh -huh. and very uh, difficult, reductive, um, reductive. reductive. Mm -hmm. wow, and it's, it's quite still... funny how they develop at the moment. You know, we have not so much experience with this kind of uh, white wine still. It's only 10, 12 years. Yeah. And I'm still sometimes surprised about their own wines, and mostly I'm happy with this. Uh, the vineyards are. They show that they are sim simply good, exciting vineyards. Mm -hmm. And it also just kind of built a, an aromatic wall in my mouth and it's melting for for like two minutes now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Can, yeah, can follow you. Oh, this is such a long finish. It, for me, it's still easier to talk about my Pinot Noir than about the Whistling, because Whistling, as I just told mm -hmm. you, that, uh, we're still developing Pinot Noir, we know a bit more, and mm -hmm. Blenberger. And very often I leave the description where I like to do, leave, I can tell you the story, 
And I very often I like to leave the description to others. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very my my employee, the Martin. Yeah. Called, um, it's a it's a sommelier from yeah. the Corbett Thunberg Schwarzwaldstube. Okay. Um, and he's very good in describing. And it's a, it's much more ethical. Yeah, and also I had I had a persimmon mm-hmm. on the road, like you know this khaki mm-hmm. with this fruit, and mm-hmm. it's also very ripe and very yeah, yeah. khaki, delicious, uh, uh, very concentrated. <laughs> wow, that's really rich. That's that's a beautiful wine. I always like you know yeah. if you're working with wine a long time, it's it's so good for me always. There are many people in wine in the wine business like you mm-hmm. who really are able to be. Um, excited about wines who really, uh, wow, you know, it's so, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's very important that we, um, keep the possibility to be uh, mm-hmm. enthusiastic. Yeah. It's, uh, because it's so exciting, exciting yeah. uh, such a, and, yeah. and not to get, uh, I didn't, I tasted this before <laughs> last year. And so it's great. And there's a lot of, uh, to develop here. Even for me. Now, Lemmlerisling. Now this is the gypsum thing. And it's more, you will see, it's more, it's closer to the Beutelsbacher than to the Götzenberg. The Beutelsbacher is also the gypsum mall in the, in, the, in the lower part. Yeah. Uh, this is still stinky and difficult. Uh, it's yeah. not the Götzenberg. I'm it's already excited. Really, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited how you, what you're thinking of this one. So normally you wait like one and a half years with the GGs? You know, we have, we have two possibilities. We will release it on after one year in, September, in August yeah. to show it, September, mm-hmm. or one year later. So normally it's two years after the vintage we show them, we start to show them. Whites and reds. But these were in big bottles, no? Yes, mm-hmm. half piece. Yeah. But, and the Götzenberg was in the piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Piece is to the to 1200. Yeah. So the Beutelsbacher was last year, this time it was more stinkier, stinkier than this one. Okay. <laughs> this is typical wine from this chalk soil. Okay. Aged in barrels. Wow. <laughs> but it's not so easy to taste, yeah? You can imagine if if there are um, guy, people who have not the, some experience in wine drinking, they will fight with this one in this stage of, you know. I think the, the big difference is also in the smell, but in the aftertaste, it's more salty in the finish, I would yeah. say. It's more like this kind of minerality, mm-hmm. but wow, it's kind of... It's, it makes your mouth, it's kind of sit on the side, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not dri- uh, driven from the, from the ripeness, but more from the acidity and it's kind of squeezes your mouth and uh, it's beautiful. But, but it's, but it's really another style of wine. But yeah, you can really see it's, the, the making is almost the same. Yeah. There's a difference. These are half piece barrels and this is, this one was a piece barrel. But mm-hmm. most of the difference is with this soil. Yeah. Because it's almost the same. 
as a sugar gradation, acidity yeah. is very yeah. closed, but yeah. that's really the main difference is the, the heavier yeah. soil. Yeah. And also, my tongue is kind of numb after this, so it has kind of more, I don't know Perhaps how to describe it, then. Yeah, kind of more tannin, yeah, mm -hmm. it's like more extraction somehow. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a bit heavier, but still... Still, the acidity is, is, is a bit higher, it's, maybe? Um, no, but the turbidity was higher than for the Götzenberg. The Götzenberg was clearer of the uh, way. The must for the Götzenberg was a bit clearer mm -hmm. for the fermentation than the lemna. So you feel it's more... Um, that's also a reason for the reductivity, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was a bit... There's more dirt here, we have more dirt. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. Wow, these are beautiful words. <laughs> wow. <beautiful. laughs> wow, these are beauties. And it's, so every every wine has a really a different character. Personality. That's really very important for me. We have always, if you taste four wines, they are really different because it's not the same as you can feel it because we don't. That's one reason not to use yeasts yeah. and enzymes and all this True. because it's always making everything the same. Yeah. And uh, so we have really exciting tastings. Yeah. Even if it's sometimes a bit more complicated or difficult, but you know, I'm small yeah. and we are able to look for the people who like yeah. difficult wines. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're more exciting also. Yeah, but that's for the gastronomy, you know, it's for the good so yeah, you need yeah. good sommeliers to, to sell this. Yeah, and also good cooks. I mean yeah. I imagine if uh, if sure is a good cook, it's, they get inspired, you know. Unfortunately, many co many cooks um, uh, don't know nothing about whistling, uh, about wine, especially in Germany. That's a, a bit uh, problem. In Germany. Yeah. But, uh, still, like in Austria, I, I uh, Austria's Southern Tyrol, you know, yeah. that the idea of wine and the, the, of food is yeah. so much more developed than in Germany. Mm -hmm. uh, have, if you have to imagine if, if the culture of food and fine dining and idea of products, especially mm. Germany, uh, would be the same than in Austria, we had a huge problem because we had, we had no, not much not enough <laughs> Product, yeah, you know, too, yeah. because in Austria it's <laughs> great what they are doing there yeah. with their products. They are really uh, praising their, and, to, and it's right, uh, the, the quality of their products are very poor. Here, Aldi and Lidl are too, too much important. Yeah. yeah, and also, I think the, the really big difference, uh, having said that, uh, I already lived in Germany and also in Austria for quite a long time. And also, I think the big difference is that Austrians drink the wine with something to eat, and Germans drink it just to drink something or after the meal. Uh, very typical for Germans. It's changing, but in the eighties, yeah. nineties, they, they had a beer for, yeah. for the for the meal, and yeah, after that, they open a bottle of wine. Yeah, That's yeah. German way to drink, yeah. to drink wine. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's that's that's. What do we think? Uh, we could taste some twerps, a basic and a, and a top burgundy, mm -hmm. you know, pinot uh, type. And then one or two, uh, perhaps one sommelier blanc, my best sommelier blanc. Okay, you are the most, most exciting. If you want, if, yeah, you, yeah. if yeah. you agree, yeah. vignette. Uh, mm -hmm. one, one, just wanted to show you, it's basic, but uh, mm -hmm. if you want to, there's a two. 
Yeah, it's very bright. Mm-hmm. We and the the story is that we put each year we I buy some new uh, half piece barrels. Mm-hmm. I have to to sell some, which I'm I hate to sell, but I have no space in the cellar. Yeah, I sell it to the Champagne for Thomas Sole organized that. But the new oak, we put the the must of this, also the sweet mm-hmm. directly from pressing for one week only mm-hmm. in the new oak, and mm-hmm. then we take it back to the to the stainless steel. So it's only kissed by the by oak for a very short time, but it gives a little bit of structure, mm-hmm. which helps a lot. It's no flavor. It's only a little bit of structure. Yeah, but actually in the nose, I didn't notice the oak, but in the structure more. Mm-hmm. So it has some um, roasty mm-hmm. aromas. Mm-hmm. That kind of most toasty. That's the idea. That's the style of this wine. And it's not bad, no. Basic, basic Pinot Blanc. It's not not, not a big one, but yeah, I like it. It's good. I like it too. Almost no sulfur. <laughs> Sometimes, perhaps, we add a bit. Nice, but it's for seafood. It's just perfect. Yeah, for 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 food. No, yeah, it's not made for aging. You know, it's made for drinking. No. Yeah. Yeah, but I had some uh, garnelle. Uh, a few yeah. years, a few days ago, that would be perfect with yeah, sure. and also with some dill, mm-hmm. with some um, what is dill? Dill, yeah, dill. This dill. Dill. In English. Herbs. Okay. This is the seventeen. I'm excited to, to show you the seventeen carbonara, carbonara chichi. Um, uh, Trollinger is, we, I have a lot of, I have some success with Trollinger now. It's yeah. old wine, Trollinger Alte Reben is very successful. Okay. I do a project together with Dirk Nieport, with the Anders Trollinger. Okay. okay. But still, I reduced Trollinger. The vineyard surface is now only 5%. Hmm. I started with 70% of Trollinger, my father. <laughs> Trollinger needs the best vineyard science. Um, but it doesn't like hot. It, and dry. Mm. It likes warm and a little bit humid. Okay. So that's typical for soft too. Normally they have enough water. Yeah, you know? true. Yeah, true. But it does have a lot of sun. This one needs a little bit of air because at the beginning it mm-hmm. seems to be a light, little uh, schüchtern, but mm-hmm. not great. Mm-hmm. Almost always. Right. Yeah. It has a very bright acidity. Mm-hmm. It's a cloud now. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a typical Cabernet. We got a lot of good points for this last year. We we were extremely successful in the tasting for this one. Oh, it's at least six, seven grams of acidity, no? I mean, I don't want to. Oh yeah, the yes. winemaker, but uh, you know, do you know the Cabernet from Julian Huber or the new one from no. Conrad Zare? No. Ooh. Yeah. Very. They're really sour. <laughs> wow, but it's not lazy. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really broad. Mm-hmm. It's kind of oily or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, kind of apricoty. Nice. Wow, mm-hmm. it's a new it's a new face of Grau Woman there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's face which is already, you know, the this, uh, the guys from Baden in the south okay. already uh, do this style. Bit fresh. Not too much extraction. Really fresh. It is. And good reductivity. That's at the moment. It's it's not so much reductive anymore. Mm-hmm. Like no, 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 no. And it's also big barrel as well. All is half piece. Mm-hmm. Mm. Six hundred. Hmm. 
Beautiful. It's so nice. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always want to surprise. That was the reason I, I choose this one, mm -hmm. this one, because I know now a bit that how can how I how I will surprise you first. <laughs> and uh, surprise is always being surprised is always interesting. It's always nice. Yeah. Yeah, because so these are, but we are really we really want to develop the Chardonnay thing because it's you know the Pinot Noir. Yeah. Where Pinot Noir goes well, it also yeah. Chardonnay goes yeah. well. So. Um, and still Riesling, we will keep Riesling. For me, it's Pinot Noir, Lemberger, Riesling, and, and Chardonnay. And then the problem is still the next thing, Sauvignon Blanc. I was the first to plant Sauvignon Blanc in the Rems Valley because I returned 94. I'm a bit older than you, from, from New Zealand. And, and I was wondering, hey, why there's, why is there no Sauvignon Blanc here planted in Germany? Mm -hmm. Because it's, obviously it's fitting very well. To the conditions. Yeah. So, on altitude, on higher vineyards, right? Also, but also, yeah, not in the hot winter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but also because of the side valleys, you have almost every vineyard has a good air circulation, yeah. right? Yeah, and a very high temperature altitude, mm -hmm. yeah, also. This is 19 reserve. Um, it's my best. Um, and why is it reserve? Because of the alcohol or because of the no, wine making? Not, uh, no, um, it actually really we have only two vineyards mm -hmm. uh, for the best Sauvignon Blanc. Mm -hmm. And if this is a vintage where it's really showing certain quality, we keep it a bit longer on the yeast lease and, mm -hmm. and then we bottle it as a reserve. Normally not filter. Mm. Gooseberry! Mm. Ah, I uh, <laughs> knew it before. Gooseberry, thank you. But, but gooseberry, you know, um, sometimes it's too much, you know, if you think of New Zealand, sometimes it's gooseberry, 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 gooseberry. Yeah, but it's not the cacti side of yeah. No, so it's, it's not, not that green, but no, it's, not it's just still fruity. It's not pipi de chat. No, no, no. <laughs> Francis, yeah. French is sometimes nice, but pipi de chat is very nice. <laughs> but if I say it in Hungarian, no one understands, so it's much better. <laughs> I like the, the radioactivity from, coming from the oak, you know, the, 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 the combination. It's very French style, this, mm -hmm. this one. Yeah, true. It's a style you normally produce Chardonnay. You know, I sometimes have the feeling that Sauvignon Blanc or this style of Sauvignon Blanc would go well with fennel. Because fennel has a really a very particular meaning for food, but this has it. We are all big fennel fans here. You know, there's the, the, um, Italian sausage Yeah, with a lot of fennel. Sausage, um, um, how do you call it? It's for 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 the barbecue. It's raw meat. It's very raw, and there's um, it's long, very long, and you have to. And uh, there's right, sausage. What how it's called? It's very interesting. It's very good. Yeah, I like it. it. Is. And it's very herby. This this yeah. one is very herby. Mm -hmm. Very beautiful. It's kind of tinian also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm a big fan of this almost. wine. It's, yeah. it's, it's nice. very, it's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, the pH is very low, a lot of acidity, but it's, oh, uh, you know, the direction of white wine I want to drink. Yeah. And also, we already talked about Sunset. I think that Sunset 10 years ago could be yeah. a okay. bit like, it's a okay. bit fresher Sunset. Okay. For me. But, but it's uh, a very ripe material, too. Yeah. Still, but. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> For me, at the moment, the most the main thing of this wine is the kind the kind of reductivity, which mm -hmm. is very burgundy style. Mm -hmm. It's more burgundy style than, than mm -hmm. Loire style. Or perhaps if you try the Loire cut the Lagos on the strings, that's the direction. And I look for this, and it's a uh, normally it shows a uh, great ageability. Wow, and really, really bright acidity. Yeah, I see it. Love for everybody. No, not. <laughs> yeah, but it's with fresh cheeses. It would be also nice, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really bright cheeses mm -hmm. and also. But I think you really could store well. this. Yeah, I want to I think so, uh, yeah. drink it in uh, some years. Uh, yeah, because it has the acidity, the ripeness. Mm -hmm. It's such a nice. Mm -hmm. Wow, Yeah, and now we have some sweet wines, so where we can go back. But I want to. Uh, we can have for fun a bit, but after this it's difficult. Some Muscat Rosé, for fun. For fun always. <laughs> <laughs> what else? For what else? <laughs> yeah. Or do you have, I, I don't want you to open this, but if you have opened the Silvana. Ah, yes, Sivana. sure. Silvana. Yeah. I simply forgot it. Sorry. No, sorry. Uh, um. mm -hmm. as, as always, changes always going on and uh, we are still watching the development also for the PB, for the yeah. fungus resistant, disease resistant grapes. And I planted a small vineyard of Cabernet Blanc 15 years ago. Yeah. And I'm now quite convinced um, for some vineyards and uh, that this is a certain grape of high value, we will watch this. There are some other white grapes. It's a little bit like some new Blanc, but uh, it's very, um, Dense and and uh, not very. Yeah, it's, I think there's a value. And uh, we planted some seventy R now, and we will watch it. Nineteen, we didn't spray. No signal. Fine, that's great. You know, we are organic, and the idea that we don't have to because you know some grapes like Tonia yeah. are very difficult yeah, to, yeah. to protect. So we are spraying sometimes two times a week. It's also not very organic. Yeah. yeah. Even if our treatment is quite, the, the stuff we bring out is, is, is not is quite okay, but still it's fighting mm -hmm. biology. Yeah. The best thing would be not to fight anything. So yeah. just let it grow. <laughs> so we are watching this. I don't think it's a bad one. I don't think it either. <laughs> but it's still the, the acidity is is a bit lower and a bit mm -hmm. more luscious, a bit more friendly wine, mm -hmm. but it's still, it's mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a good effort. Steinbeke means basic. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think all of your wines have a good length. That's mm -hmm. what, that's what combines them at a very interesting length, I think. If, even the basic Certainly the spontaneous fermentation, yeah. fermentation yeah. low, very small crop, you know, yeah. I'm, I don't think there are many wineries which have a smaller crop than we have in, in mm -hmm. so that we have always a certain concentration and power in the, um, mm -hmm. because of the small crop. Mm. That's the reason we have also the highest prices. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like, I think it's more organic and the, the idea to have smaller crop and less, uh, you know, less output, less input. Yeah. Through the system, yeah. I think it's much better. And yeah. so the value of the wines is high. You know, you don't have to drink in in the in, in uh, all the in, after war. Um, no people, wine was so expensive. Nobody uh, was able to afford 
each day a bottle of wine. Now everybody thinks, oh, I have to be able to drink a bottle of wine with my wife each, each day. Why? Also, I think it's okay, but I, I think it's like meat, you know. Um, it, you know that meat yeah. is very expensive and very expensive for the for nature. Yeah. And it's not it's not healthy to drink mm. um, each day, yeah. uh, to eat each day meat, so mm. why? But let, let us reduce everything a little bit and we have we will have more fun uh, with better quality and uh, we spend the same money. Also, and also with the price, because you said it's very dense, so even though you, you you take one sip from this one and it equals three other sips from a, from a less expensive wine. <laughs> yeah, sure. So you you're not gonna drink that much also yeah. because you you are kind of satisfied your saliva yes. and also the aroma so I think it's a more worth it. To I'm not this. totally not against fun. I want yeah. to have fun with everybody and we want to have uh, good taste and yeah. we want to that, that's wine drinking and eating. Yeah. Um, we are happy that we are able to drink so much wine, good wine now. You know, so, in uh, our region there yeah. was. In no times in the history, mm. there was bet much better, also yeah, yeah. more better wine than yeah, today. Sure. And it's um, let us drink some wine. Not we, we are happy if some which drink perhaps a bit too much drink a bit less, and some which drink mm -hmm. bad wine or nothing, we learn to drink some good wine. That would be good for for the healthiness of the of the nation, yeah, <laughs> and right also for the wine growers, for the farmers. Yeah. We everybody knows that the fact. Yeah. And also, I think that a lot of people kind of lost uh, the sense of taste somehow. They they always taste this um, a really commercial kind of you know made taste. It's also I think it, uh, I also watched Very a lot sweet. of yeah kind of many manufactured manufactured, manufactured yeah. food yeah true uh, too much manufactured yeah. and they're very often surprised how good exactly even, you know, yeah simple thing even butter you know we have good really good we have good yeah. um, here uh, the the dairies are quite. It's quite okay, but if you t have tasted a really good butter from so the biodynamic yeah. um, dairy, it's it's um, yeah. um, dairy, dairy, dairy. Yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. Um, it's such a difference. Yeah. And butter is difficult, you know. You don't have um, we we have a lot of butter everywhere, but the taste is very often it's quite yeah. poor. Yeah. And if you have a butter, I like the Alps, and now I'm always in the mountains. And if you have butter on the on the the mountains yeah. directly yeah. made. Oh, that's yeah, such a difference. Yeah, but also, it's, I think one of the best examples is balsamico. If you go to a supermarket and buy a balsamico for six euros, it's not a balsamico, but if you buy the traditional balsamico de Modena, it's like at least 12 years old. I'm a bit aging, uh, and you, you know, you make a spoon and then it has much more flavor than a bottle of the, the other one. Yeah, but that's that's uh, the, the question of how you what they didn't want, obviously, they didn't want to protect the thing the right way. Yeah. Because you know, in the normal bottle of, of Acerri Basanico, yeah. mm -hmm. Basanico is, is 80 euro or something because it's extremely difficult. Inches, yeah, yeah, 100, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 100 and um. So, but they obviously didn't want to protect mm -hmm. it, but they could paint more money with selling mm -hmm. the, the simple stuff. So, I don't know. Let's go to the for the, the Silvaner. Yeah. So Silvaner orange wine. When, how do you have Silvaner? You know, Silvaner is a very old story here. Um, it's a very traditional grape in the Rams Valley. Mm -hmm. um, especially Schneid was famous for Silvano. 
And then the sad story is like everywhere, they planted very bad clones in the 70s with too much crop and no taste and nothing. And so Riesling um, overtook mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. um, the Silvana. Uh, we are now, see, we have some old win vineyards, but the trellis system, everything is very poor mm -hmm. and we can, we don't know if we keep it. We will mm -hmm. keep it. But I'm, I got now many good vineyards in the last, this year, this year. Mm -hmm. and we are thinking of, we have already pulled out the Trollinger, which is also a good yeah. one. Um, we, we have the possibility to plant some good clones, new, old clones from Franconia. Okay. And we're really thinking of if we, it's an adventure because we have enough grapes. Mm -hmm. But a really good Silvana is, I think it's very exciting. True. So, I love nice. this variety. But this yeah. is not, this is really, it's more orange than Silvana. Okay. You know, it's fermented on the skins for, for many weeks, uh, skin contact, then went to an old barrel and that's all. And that's why you made orange out of it? Because it's not the best clone or why? I, for me, I wanted to, to have orange wines and I wanted to experiment. And uh -huh. so for me, Silvano was as a very traditional grape was one of the, mm -hmm. uh, was fitting into the idea mm -hmm. to do it with this grape. And the clones are not so very tasty, not typical Silvano taste. So it's. <laughs> wow. Already the first sip is very tannic, very tannic. It's tannin. It's very tannin. This is tannin. A yeah. lot of tannin. We have we had many different styles oh, last year. We had the, four, the first was fourteen, which was as tannic as this one, as fresh, even more acidity, and then reductive. Oh, it was it's things, and we sold it. It I, I I loved it, but we sold it mostly to Denmark and uh -huh. to good restaurants. Uh, we have one good report in Denmark, and he it was a big success. Fifteen was a bit. Almost boring compared to fourteen because it was um, there were there were a lot of tannin, good okay. color, but almost no reductivity. Um, we we changed the we we experimented and I think a certain reductivity belongs to this type of sure, yeah. makes for sure. Okay. But I love it. It's a lot of phenolics, but it's you know it's a roasted good, pork. Good phenolics. That's right. A roasted pork. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> unique. The right a roasted food. pork. These wines are made for yeah. food. You know, you have the wine, which is, mm, phew, perhaps you have some food, which is, phew, ah, mm, and then you bring it together and, phew, it's yeah. exploding and it's together, it's great. And you know, this uh, this nose has this fermenting apple kind of nose. Mm -hmm. Really, it's almost cider. It's a bit more, yeah. Apple cider, that's very close to that. Yeah. Yeah. We are thinking of, I have a cider project also, yeah. and I want to produce a non-alcoholic drink, a really good one. I will see. I think more like alcoholic beverages are also very interesting. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm a big tea, black tea and green tea drinker. Okay. I spend a lot of money for that. And I like the sparkling tea from Denmark, you know, the, the, the brand sparkling tea. So exciting. Mm -hmm. to, it's sold for a lot of money. Mm -hmm. 1950 or something. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a blend of white, green tea, black tea, jasmine tea. Sometimes they, uh, they're men, uh, different styles. There's a, a zero alcohol thing, which is a bit too much flavored, I think, for the Yasmin. Okay. And they have, they added a very nice CO2. It's a high tech product, you know, it's uh, to, to have CO2 added to in a very fine way. It's okay. difficult, you know, it's not too low bubbles. Mm -hmm. Very good.
And this is, I want to produce this with our own, if possible, with own products, own tea, things which grow here. But it's really, the problem is it's really high tech. Yeah, this things, it's not easy to produce, you know, you know, like wine. Yeah. Wine is low tech. You can yeah. produce yeah. the best wine with almost no tech. Mm -hmm. But this things, especially if you want to have bubbles, yeah. it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. But you also have tra traditional sparkling, right? Yes. But then you do it in the house or? Yes, uh, we do it partly with Volker Romland okay. together because I didn't have the space. Now I rent a very big cave in Stuttgart from the Second World War, you know, the protection system okay. in, the, in the mountain. Okay. And it's very, now we have space for half a million of bottles of sparkling. Okay, <laughs> because I was, that's uh, but that's Schwarzenegger in Pinot Meunier, no? At my we at the moment we concentrate on Pinot Meunier, uh -huh. uh, but we planted Chardonnay and Pinot Noir also for blends and for planning. I think mm -hmm. we can do very well. So you also want to make Blonde Blanc, or do you stay with Blonde Noir? At the moment, Blonde Noir. Um, we will see. Mm -hmm. We just um, picked some Blonde Blanc 2020. Yeah, we'll see. And you, because Schwarzenegger and Copinomini is not so common in the world to, to be planted as a single variety, right? but, but you also have a single variety of red wine as Schwarzenegger. Yes, also, and um, but it's very difficult and um, to produce a good red wine of it, and it makes more sense to produce a good sparkling of it. And yes. the moment it's very fashionable. Copinomini sparklings are mm -hmm. really coming up a little bit. And why is it difficult? To, to make so a red wine, wine because it's um, you know it's normally. Um, Schwarzenegger is not planted on the hottest, best red wine. If you plant, if you have planted it in the best vineyard sites, it's perhaps easier. But at the moment, it's at the base. Yeah. Heavy, um, very um, uh, good soil. Yeah. Almost soil for potatoes. Yeah. So it's growing. It's like champagne, you know. It's yeah. also, uh -huh. um, and so if you want to produce a good red wine, you have to work a lot in vineyards. Mm. And you, but you didn't, you don't get it paid. Work because it's still Pinot Meunier red yeah, wine, yeah. and so but for sparkling it's great. We, you know that we have some good results here, Aldinger and uh, some others. Yeah. We are in, at the moment very far in front, but at the moment I'm so out of the good. And we yeah. problem is we have to protect our quality, and we want to keep it as long as possible on the yeast lease. So uh, we I bought some sparkling from Roland to to have some sparkling in the house mm -hmm. and to protect my own. Uh -huh. Because, you, as you know, it's very important to. Yeah. So, how long it. is the releasing on this? And the next time I want to release is to 15, which will now will be then. Uh, we had to 16 now for 30 months on the yeast lease. Mm -hmm. But it's. We, we want to be at the top, not yeah. medium. And then from the top, perhaps we can um, introduce a, a certain um, medium level. Yeah. That's my idea. Hmm. We'll see. Wow. So this is a bit. Wow. This is really. This needs food now. You're dead, huh? Oh, I, 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 I killed you a little bit. It's <laughs> but it's your. It's your. You know. It's your fault. Yeah. So come to me at a Saturday afternoon. And yeah, I very sad. Very sad Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bit, I'm, I, I love to talk about wine, but I'm now also a bit tired talking. Yeah. Last week or so. Do you have maybe also all the vintages held up in the summer? 
Yes, but not too much. Also, we start really, we have now 11 and 12, but already we, where we, the older vintages, beginning from 97 to, till 10, I'm only, only for me, it's almost too, not enough. No. Um, from 11, we kept a bit more, but now we sold very often the bottles because when a new restaurant opened, you know, and they asked me for uh, vintage, yeah, some more vintages, we, we give two bottles, three bottles. Mm. It's gone quite quickly. This is fun wine. 10.5 alcohol, muscat, a bone dry, um, spontaneous fermentation, no, nothing added. It's natural wine. But sometimes I think perhaps we don't need non-alcoholic beverages if you still have some, no. some of this. But you, you just opened the bottle, right? This morning, yes. Yeah, and it's also unfiltered, no? Um, it's filtered, but oh, okay. not um, okay. only a little bit because uh, the bottle is quite mm -hmm. early, and I don't I don't want to have too much uh, to pour. The white bottles people yeah. don't buy it anymore if you have a lot of yeast in the bottle. It's, uh -huh. Okay, because they you see know, for a normal wine, it's a lot of. Yeah. We can do it for some special um, course, like for the sommeliers in yeah. Munich. We have really um, with a high turbidity, um, very nice rosés. Yeah, because the, the, it's very rose, like it's very feminine rose, I would say. Yeah. But it's but it's no bubbles there, it, but it's still yeah. really fresh. So that's why I yeah. asked if there's some of these. Good, the bubbles like, are it's, it's the CO two, the natural CO two is quite high. Yeah, but yeah, I it's not a, it's not extremely high, but still there. Um, yeah, so it, it's that's the term. But it's not a pet nut or something. It's no, really it's not. It's, it's, and it's very like lux. Color is half of the wine made malolactic and the mm -hmm. other half not. That's also a question of fermentation. If you do spontaneous fermentation in a cellar like us, like, like ours, um, for this wine normally we, we don't like malolactic fermentation too much. That's the reason we have to filter it also. Yeah. Um, because if you have half with, half without, it's not possible to do it and filter because soon, sooner or later it will start in the bottle. Mm. It's not nice. Cool. Wow, beautiful. So now it's really, it's an end, a bit strange end perhaps, but I like the wine. It's refreshing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We have some. I like again. <laughs> but that's a, that was a good line from, uh, to, to start with the red, actually. <laughs> No? I think so. Because uh, you won't I get tired at the end. Yeah. Cool. Oh, thank you very much. Very often I show this after the reds to refresh. Yeah. And it's the, the impression of this wine is much better after the reds than now after mm -hmm. the powerful whites. After powerful whites, this is like bubblegum, as you told. Uh, true, that's true, not true. true, it's not bubblegum. But after the whites, it seems as if. You know, um, yeah. you can have, if you try Muscatel in here, sometimes it's. Wow. Flavor is kitschig, you know, yeah, kitschig, a yeah. lot of flavor. It's yeah. very often off dry. Mm -hmm. Well, it was headache. <laughs> not, perhaps, but it's true. It's you know the best. It's always a wine with, where the first sip is the best, and even this wine, the second glass is better than the first. Mm. Wow! Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you for your work here. Yeah. <laughs> Why we have uh, four hours of movie material. Yes. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Did you like this episode and want to hear more? 
then please leave your rating on iTunes under the channels page that will help others to find this content in the deep sea of podcasts available. Please consider supporting the quality improvement of the content on the Winegoes Patreon site via the link in the description, where you can get exclusive information and access to an invitation-only monthly roundup by donating a few euros or dollars a month. You could also recommend me new guests or just get in contact via the email address in the description or contact me on the Winegoes Instagram or Facebook site. Believe me, I don't mind. See you soon and keep on enjoying the ghosts.